publisher podcast episode 112. All right, everybody. Hello and welcome back to another episode of our show. I am really excited to bring you, (laughs) you know, I think I always start my podcast episodes with I am really excited about because I am generally very excited about this. I love talking about all things related to writing, publishing and selling books. But today I get to tell you all about my recent trip to the 20 Books Vegas Conference, an event dedicated to indie authors who are basically following the uh, teachings that it takes 20 books to make 50k a year in royalties on average. Obviously, there are some people who are blowing that out of the water and some people who aren't coming anywhere near that. But the whole goal is that if you can continue to write and publish books, that once you hit a certain number of them, you've got enough for marketing your backlist and and doing things that will bring you the kind of revenue that you can hopefully live off of depending on what the cost of living is where you are. So I'm going to tell you all about that. But as always, I want to remind you about our upcoming Women in Publishing Summit, our virtual conference, which runs March 6th through 9th, 2024. It's all online, but it is live. So you get to interact with the workshop presenters and with our attendees and just have a blast. So tickets are on early bird special, early bird pricing right now. If you head over to womenandpublishingsummit.com, the main page is the sales page. We have not released the schedule yet. We are in the final stages of making sure all of our speakers have agreed and are on board still you know life changes sometimes between the time you submit a proposal and the time that an event happens but we are almost ready to announce the final schedule what i can tell you is that we have an amazing lineup of speakers and sponsors we have four days jam-packed with information day one on writing day two on routes to publishing production book production covers interior layout editing and all of those types of topics. Day three is all about marketing and how you can grow your platform and sell more books. And then day four, as always, is business growth strategies. So it's some marketing, but beyond the marketing, it's all of the other things that you can do to really grow your business as an author. But we're not only speaking to authors this year, we've added a track for professionals. So professionals in the publishing industry teaching other professionals in the industry. We've got editors teaching teaching editors, publishers, teaching publishers, and it's going to be a great track for those who are in the publishing industry as a professional and want some training as well as the opportunity to network with authors and other professionals in the industry. So we are super excited about the event and I certainly hope that you will join us And, you know, if you are unable to attend or don't want to attend the conference, do check out our events page because we have monthly webinars, training workshops, and other events like our mini AI conference that we're running this week. So lots going on. But without further ado, I would love to tell you about all the cool things and uh, insights that I gained from my journey to Las Vegas, my first time in Las Vegas, and it did not disappoint, but uh, it was really a a fantastic conference, and I'm so glad that I took the time out of a very busy time in my life to go network and commune and learn from other authors and professionals in the indie author world. So enjoy the show. 
Welcome to the Publish Her Podcast, a place where you can come to get inspiration, motivation, help, encouragement, and support in your journey to write, publish, and sell your book. Hosted by Alexa Bigwarf. Cause I've been where you've been And I've felt what you're feeling And I don't wanna get in your way Last week, I had the amazing opportunity to attend the 20 Books Vegas Conference. Now, this is a conference put on annually by the organizers of 20 Books to 50K, although they made the announcement at this conference that they have decided to move on in their lives to do other things, the original conference uh, organizers, and they've sold it to a different company. So now it's going to be called Author Nation. Now, this uh, the person that they sold it to is someone who has been very involved in the conference the whole time and they spent a lot of time explaining the changes but that the the intent and the vibes and the types of uh, attendees and conference sessions and all of those things will not change even under the new management so they've already announced that next year it will be 20 uh, author nation sorry at um, in Las Vegas from November 11th through 14th and I believe tickets early bird tickets will start going on sale in January so this was really fun for me because the last few conferences that I have attended have been very publisher-centric. In fact, the conferences that I've attended since I started attending in 2016 um, have all either been publisher and uh, and book uh, trade events like the American Library Association, Digital Book World, um, Book Expo America, all of those, of course, IBPA, Publishing University, they've all been very geared toward publishers, publishing, working with librarians, working with the trade and retailers and all of those types of things. This one is an author conference, uh, 20 books, and now Author Nation is completely geared towards authors. So it was all about writing craft and marketing and growing your audience and learning from those who are uh, are being very successful and making a lot of money as full-time authors and really doing the right things to move ahead. So it was really fun to put on my author hat for a week, although I made some great connections, got to meet many of our sponsors for the Women in Publishing Summit in person. I met Damon from Book Funnel. I met Tom from Pro Writing Aid. I met uh, Chelsea and her crew from Lulu. I met my cover designer for my book from uh, Stephanie from Alt-19 creative trying to remember I met so many people I met people from Amazon and KDP and new tools that I'd never heard of that I will be telling you about and had the opportunity to network and really um, get get to know some new people and new companies and and all of those things so it was just it was really a delight but I have to say after being there, all I want to do is write. I just want to spend my time writing and getting to the place where these authors who shared all of their knowledge uh, with us, with the attendees, and oh my goodness, did they have some great insights to share. So I want to just spend a few minutes talking about some of the things that I learned and some of the the key takeaways that I got. The first one was we spent a lot of time talking about AI. There were many different sessions on um, the AI tools that are out there, how people are using AI. And if you've been on my email list for the Women in Publishing Summit, and if you're attending the event that we're actually having today, which if you're listening to this after Wednesday, November 15th is in the past, obviously, but we're doing a mini conference 
all about AI, but in my email marketing, I was pretty harsh against using AI to write a book. And I have to say, after listening to them and hearing the stories on how people are using AI, my mind was changed. And as one of the presenters said to me when I told her that, she said, when we know better, we do better. And it's true. Like This is the thing about the publishing industry is that it is changing all the time. New technology, new tools, new all kinds of things are always coming up. And we can't be stuck in our old ways and old old thinking habits, or we might miss some really big opportunities. When they opened the conference, they said, you know, the robots are here. AI is here. You can either get on board or you can be left behind, basically, because this is the new way. And while there is a lot of backlash against what's happening with AI in the book world, and for good reason, which I'll be talking about in our mini conference, there's also uh, those things are, are are bigger picture things like um, books being used to train the AI that uh, the permission was never asked, nor was there ever any compensation given, which is why the Authors Guild has made such a big uh, push for uh, against this type of activity. But there are so many tools out there that can help you as you are brainstorming, as you're trying to uh, get out of a writer's block lull, as you're trying to develop your characters, as you're trying to outline your book or maybe get some new ideas. So I will say that my mind has been changed and I have had a blast playing on some of these AI tools, especially while I'm stuck in the middle of my book. I have the beginning written, I have the end written, but that middle part, I'm like, how do I get from this to there? So I, I was actually playing around with it to have it help me uh, fill in some of those those middle sections. So the discussion around AI will continue and everyone is using it, not just to brainstorm your books or help you when you're stuck, but the marketing tools and the ability to use these tools to help you save time and energy as you're posting content across your different social media accounts. So that was one big thing. If you're not paying to a- attention to AI, you definitely need to be doing so. So what exactly does direct sales mean? Well, that means taking a bit more control over the situation and sending people directly to your website where you are selling something. A lot of them discuss the ideas of using Patreon or uh, Substack or other ways to get people on paid uh, lists. Of course, these are things that happen once you have a little more um, following. Once you've got people who really want to hear from you, you can definitely... Um, move towards those options, but you can create special events that are only for your audience and also consider how you sell your books direct. So instead of sending them to Amazon or Barnes and Noble or other places where your books are sold, you send them directly to your website. Um, At a minimum, get them on your email list and you can consider eventually maybe doing the things like having your own books that you're selling directly from your website. If you don't want to do a print run, you can always order copies, uh, your author copies from Ingram Spark or Amazon and um, ship them direct. You can sell your ebook files directly from your website. You can sell, if you're doing your audiobook your own, you can sell that on your website. So there's a lot of reasons for sending people directly to you where you can sell and maximize your royalties and your profit that you're making from all of your different products. So those were interesting conversations and definitely something for people to consider as you're looking for ways to make more money. We obviously talked a lot about 
marketing and all kinds of fun marketing tactics. Definitely visibility is the key for everyone, taking as many opportunities as possible to get out either on podcasts or speaking events or social media, however you're utilizing it. The romance authors are just absolutely killing it on social media, but uh, especially TikTok, but creating those really important avenues for people to connect with you as an author and to see you or to see more about your books through that space. The other thing that is you know, just really apparent is the fact that none of these people who are making a lot of money are making it from one book. That is possible if you are a consultant or a business person who has one book that shows you're the expert in whatever you are doing and that book is used as a marketing tool to get out and your name and to get in front of people using that really as your calling card, as your business card. But for the most people who are making a full-time living as authors or at least enough to pay the light bills and other things, they have lots of books, even the nonfiction authors. They have multiple books and um, you know it appears that success really starts from the 10 plus books, maybe eight plus books. Some of them started to see success at the three book mark, but just being completely transparent, a lot of those were steamy romance, were uh, reverse harem, which that's a fun topic to look into, and were these books that are just absolutely binge-worthy that people just like read and share and talk about and want all their friends to know about, etc. So having a livable wage from three books is highly unusual, but um, but possible depending on the genre you're in. On that note, the writing to market aspect and really finding the niches. Kalytics was there. Alex from Kalytics, I talk about him and share his reports all the time, um, sharing more details on data and 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 the analytics behind everything to see which categories have books that are just really flying off the marketplace. So, you know, a lot of people get discouraged by the idea of writing to market as in, I don't want to write just because people are buying in that genre. But sometimes that's a great starting point or platform. If you pick a genre and you're able to write a book and publish a book within these marketplaces that are just selling so hot, it might be a good place to start. And then later on, you can come back. But on that same note, many people were saying, you know what? When it comes to rules, when it comes to advice, when it comes to following the beats and following the structures and all of those things, at the end of the day, write what you want to write. You can always fix things after it's on the page. You can always come back and make sure that it follows the structure or edit things out or add things in. But the bottom line is if you are stuck from moving forward with your writing because you're so focused on, oh my gosh, I don't know all the the save the cat structure. I don't know all the beats. I don't know all the plot points. I don't know all of this stuff. I don't know, you know, how to do this perfectly or do that well. Then you just paralyze yourself from moving forward. So don't worry about the rules. Just write. You can have your editor and your beta readers and other people help you make sure that everything is in place later, but write, write, write. Um, 
So another thing kind of in line with the whole idea of the direct sales and other ways to make money, there was a lot of talk about Kickstarters and utilizing Kickstarters successfully, um, doing, you know, but again, even with a Kickstarter, you have to have the movement behind it. One of the ladies is, uh, she writes Reverse Harem actually, and she had her first book just, or one of her books just absolutely took off. She was able to run a Kickstarter campaign um, and brought in almost $100,000 on a book she hasn't even written. But it's because she already had all these raving fans who loved her first book so much. They were so excited about getting the opportunity to buy a book before it's even been written and to get this box set with the first and second book and all the other swag. So there's a lot of fun and really ingenious ways to make a lot of money as an author, as an indie author. These almost none of the folks that we heard from were traditionally published. I'm trying to think if there were any actually that were traditionally published. It's very much an indie author conference. And yet these people, regardless of genre, of course, that wasn't really geared towards children's books at all, but nonfiction and across the board of fiction authors, there are people just being very successful with what they're doing. And it's possible. But the common thread that I heard over and over was treat this like a business, be a business person, make smart business decisions, do the things that are beyond the writing, even when all you want to do is write. Of course, take the time to write, find the time to write, but be thinking about all of the business elements. Do Are you building an email list? Do you have a website? Do you have a lead magnet or way for people to get on your email list? Are you communicating? Are you social? Are you, are you connecting with readers? Are you doing all of these things to create as much hype and buzz and excitement around your books as possible. And if you build those raving fans, all the rest will follow. So it was it was really inspirational just to, again, as I mentioned at the beginning, to be able to take off the publisher and the and the summit host and, and all of these different hats and, and to just be there as an author and to learn from authors on things that they're doing right, things that they made mistakes on, how they've gone from being no one, you know, no one that anyone knew to being these superstars in their own little in their own genres and niches and at, you know, even if they're not household names, I'm going to tell you what, I don't think anybody cares if they're a household name if they're making 2 to 300,000 dollars on book sales every year and some of these folks were making even more than that. So, yeah, I came away really inspired and just thinking, you know, it's not just a dream. It can very much be a reality, but you have to be taking the smart steps. No matter what type of book you're writing, you have to be taking those smart steps to build your platform, to make sure that you have books that people want to read, that people are buying, to make sure that you have great covers, great blurbs, great um, you know, sales pages, great presence out there. And you know, even on the social media stuff, it doesn't always have to be your face in the videos. There's plenty of videos that are videos of people flipping through books or or other things that are that are still getting tons and tons of of uh, hits and shares and comments and feedback and all of those things. 
So, oh my gosh, I, I really, I learned so much. I tried to attend a really large variety of topics and some of them I went into with the publisher hat on thinking, you know, how is this something that I can use to build my publishing business and to help help our authors, help our community, help um, all the people who attend our conferences and our training. But I also uh, enjoyed going to just panels, listening to people, listening to authors talk about what they're doing and how they're doing it. And um, I sat in on the steamy romance panel, which was really fun. Uh, so surprised all of us wasn't announced until that morning that um, E.L. James, Erica, who wrote Fifty Shades of Grey, was one of the panelists. And she was just a delight. And you know, at the end of the day, whether you've read the book, whether you like the book, whether you hate the book, the reality is the woman knows how to uh, make some big time money on it um, and and is now publishing other books and still doing quite well as an author. Um, several of the authors talked about the importance of finding time and space to get away, to, um, to, to make space for that create creativity. And I know this quite well. When you are overwhelmed, overworked, overcommitted, it's really hard to pull out the creative flow. So making sure that you can hide yourself away from time to time just to focus on your writing projects or go on writing retreats, which I'm actually about to take myself on one because that is the only way that I seem to get any major writing done is when I remove myself from my day-to-day setting and, um, and my work and take time off and say, this time is only for me, only for writing. That's not possible for everybody, but if you can carve out those, those times, those hours in your day, um, and and make it as much of a retreat as possible, even if you're in your house uh, with your cup of tea and your lovely smelling candle or whatever it is that makes you feel like you're pampering yourself while you write. Those things are, are really important. I also um, enjoyed, you know, seeing what other tools are out there on the marketplace I enjoyed hearing different perspectives on things that I had never considered and thinking about things that I always have stuck to and realized there are some other opportunities and ways to do things and some tools and, uh, you know, it's just, it's, it's a very exciting time for indie authors because there's just, there's so many opportunities for us right now and um, for all authors really. And, and even if you're being published by a, a press there are still a lot of fun and cool opportunities for you from the marketing side and, and ways to to build yourself up and, and do things that will bring more people into your sphere of influence. There were also some really, really great, great sessions on mindset and believing in ourselves and uh, the importance of self-care and, and all of these things. They had a whole track dedicated basically to, I can't remember exactly what it's called, but it's something like fixing your mind or getting your mind right or something like, uh, something along those lines. But the whole idea of, you know, this is a whole, we this is a whole uh, body, whole mind, mind, body, spirit type thing, right? If you're, if your body's not good, if your mind's not good, if your emotions aren't good, if you're, if you're struggling in different areas, it becomes really hard to be creative and to bring forth your best work. And I'll say 
that it was comforting to hear that even the people who are at the top of their games, Joanna Penn was there and spoke. Um, There were other big name authors that were clearly big name for their genres, but I was not familiar with them, but I became familiar with them after this whole event. You know, even, even the people who are at the top have struggled with mindset and with imposter syndrome and with challenges and with not always making the right decisions and, you know, having to muddle through the consequences of, of bad business decisions, bad book decisions, all of those things. But it was such a great experience. And I'll tell you, the, the best part about it was getting to meet up in person with members of the Women in Publishing Summit community and WIP school and, and ladies that I have communicated with for years via email and in workshops and in our networking events and in our conference and WIP school and all of these things. And to be able to get together with all of them and hug them and talk to them and get to know them a little bit better on the personal level was hands down the best experience. I mean, there's there's nothing better than writer friends and publishing friends, I will say. And having the opportunity to get together with them and enjoy dinners and laughter and uh, swapping notes and comparing what we learned and I guess that's swapping notes and you know discussing what we're hearing and do you think this applies or do you agree with this or uh, I didn't really like what that person said, but you know that worked for them. But I don't think it's going to work for me, or whatever it was that we were discussing was just—it uh, was just so great. So, if you have the opportunity in 2024, I strongly encourage you to find some writing events. You don't have to travel all the way across the country or go to a major event. Check out what's happening locally. If your writers association is doing any events, or maybe in the next state, there's something happening. But there's just something magical. Virtual is great. Virtual is great. I run my entire business virtually, and I'm so glad for that. And Zoom connects us in so, and other and other uh, platforms like that connect us so well together and allow us to see each other and hear each other and talk to each other. But it is not the same thing as being in a room with people and going out to dinner with people and and hearing people speak and taking pictures with people and all of those things. So I would... Again, I strongly encourage you to, if you can find it in your budget, if you can find it in your schedule, to look at the different conferences that are happening. Uh, for next year, I'm looking at going to InkersCon, which is going to be in Texas in June, um, run by Alessandra Torrey. I think that's going to be great. I've heard really good things about it. I'm super excited to hopefully meet my mentor, coach, and friend, Kirsten Oliphant, and and other authors there as well. And I will probably go back to 20 books, although um, I can't remember now if I mentioned this at the beginning or not, but they did make the announcement that they are selling and um, it will be called Author Nation. And yes, I do remember talking about that. So, but it looks like it's going to be largely the same type of experience. It's just under new ownership. So, you know, change is hard for, for a lot of us, but it looks like they're doing the best that they can to uphold the key and core components of what have made this such a special group and such an a, special experience over the years and are are keeping true to those things while adding in new changes and improvements and 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 other other ways to make sure that the event is as successful as possible. So, if you're interested in meeting up with us at those events, hopefully we'll have another contingent going to 
um, Author Nation next year and uh, maybe even some folks going to InkersCon. But whether it's virtual or in person, just keep keep working at it. Keep doing the things you're doing. Keep writing. Don't don't stop writing. I think that was a big message. Don't give up. Don't stop. Know and understand that sometimes it takes a long time to see the results that we all wish we could have within a month or a year. Sometimes it's years and many books. Sometimes that first book that was such our passion project and we just thought was going to be the end-all be-all flops. Sometimes it does amazing. Sometimes it's not until we've published three, four, five, six, ten books before we really see things kick into high gear on on our backlist. But don't give up. Keep doing it. I'm inspired to keep writing. It's November where we're focusing on National Novel Writing Month, but every month is writing month for us, right? So I believe in you, believe in yourself, and uh, get to work. Let's get those books written, and and let's let's chase our dreams and make them come true too. Hope you enjoyed this recap. I will probably be taking my notes and trying to write up some other things if I can find the time to do that, but um, definitely sharing about some of the tools and resources that we learned about. And don't forget to head over to the Women in Publishing Summit page. Grab your tickets for the virtual conference in March while they are on early bird pricing. If you're not able to attend the conference, definitely look at our events page, womeninpublishingsummit.com forward slash events, and check out what we have coming up for free webinars and other training stuff. And also don't forget to look at the sponsors page on our website because speaking of all of these great tools and resources and companies and products out there, um, our sponsors have offered some great deals and discounts for our community. So don't miss out on those. And let's do this. All right. Hope you have a great day. Thank you for joining us on the Publisher Podcast. We hope to see you back for the next episode. Great, huge thanks goes to Jasmine Commerce for the use of her song. You can find Jasmine on SoundCloud. Go check out all of her music. We'll see you next time.